0: Yo, Mega Late Show Episode 103 Three of us here, rockin' still I hope you check out last... Friday's episode with Marcus D and submerse My co-host today, submerse Appreciate you, fam. Thank you so much.
1: No problem, man. What's good?
0: Yeah, and the incredibly talented Marcus D, who all of you are aware of and know because he is very dope and has God. hundreds of thousands of streams. I'm blushing Ons. right now. Hey man. <laughs> glad, <laughs> and, glad to have you though, man. We've been uh we actually just spent like the last hour just talking shit and chilling. So it's getting late into the afternoon, but we're just chilling today, so word up. Um yes, yes. Shed, I don't know. Oh yeah, this is a part of the podcast where we share some music. Uh, also, I have several more questions for uh, for Marcus D about his process and uh, some of the albums he made and things that are going on right now. And as we do that, I'm just going to go ahead and rock this whole musical bed by um, this is Pigeon Dust's uh, new album. Do you you guys know Pigeon Dust? Hell yeah, yeah, he's super dope. He's uh, he's out here this new joint just came out on cold busted shout out to derek and all the people at cold busted they released a lot of people's shit uh including that jansport j track that i played last week on the podcast the homie d dollinger's album came out through cold busted and they're good people who got good taste in music
2: yeah my uh, my homies uh sb and Genova seven um, shout out to southern california that uh, have been releasing through cold busted i believe so uh, i, I mean, mean to check them out and
0: they're they're uh, they always have like really dope cats and I think this is uh, Pigeon Dust's second release with them. Um, right. It's been a it's been a couple years, but this joint is called Way Back. This joint is called Way Back When, and it is just uh, a bunch of jazzy type of dope loops, man. Uh, I hope to have him on the podcast someday, but I have not seen him in like two years. He rarely gigs out here. Man,
1: he he took like a pretty big hiatus from yeah. making like
0: hip-hop yeah and like he
1: started this other moniker dj pigeon oh, where right. he was making like bootleg r&b edits of like kind of like dj mustardy style mm. like uh kind of clubby tracks it's dope it's still yeah. super soulful man but he took a big hiatus he used to be
0: on he's all those beat shows yeah, yeah yeah hell yeah he took a break for a minute but you know who i haven't seen in a long time either lynn Mori. you know oh, then yeah.
1: oh dude hell yeah that's
0: yeah. a homie Mean, I mean, I, I can't say... We're, we're acquaintances. Like, I, I'm not... Uh, I've had more conversations with you today than I've had with him, but he's I mean, always been I, nice. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. It's, it's been a
1: minute man. since I've seen him uh, show too. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. him in a whole, whole minute.
2: So, Lynn was um, close to uh, Takumi, who used to run Hideout Records Manager. Um, okay. And I met Lynn through Takumi and used to gig with him sometimes. Um, and Lynn is like a very... Very cool dude. Yeah, his music's dope. I've known him since
0: before I moved out here. Actually, word. The last show I saw him at was at Contact, like maybe two years ago, and he was like, Kid Frashino was performing too it was a long ass time ago you might have been there I think I was playing that show you might have been I think phonics was there too yeah yeah yeah, you might have been but this is guaranteed at least two years ago right right, right. because I don't think we had been formally acquainted yet back then but but yeah I mean we'll play some pigeon dust for whatever duration that it plays until it goes on to something else but there's a lot of Yo, this 36... Okay, this is going to be for the most of the episode until we play our tracks. Right. Damn, this shit is 36 songs in an hour and 19 minutes. So, damn. Dude, that's Here's what's some up, man.
1: It. Like, I struggle to make a record that pushes 35 minutes. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: that's, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I've, <listened,
0: laughs> I've listened to it, and, uh, you know, I picked out a few joints that I really enjoyed. Some right. of them are not, like, you know, a lot of them are, like, a minute, minute 10, sure. minute 20, mm-hmm. but some of them are 3, 4 minutes, and, you know, he's a... Uh, He's got an incredible ability to um, compose, like and arrange samples, right. is what I find. I feel like it, it's a lot of his um, choices are very deliberate. Like he doesn't just stumble across a record. Mm. Like he'll start something, and I feel like he's like, oh, okay, this would probably go really well with this one, like flute solo from this record. Sure. And he pulls it in. Like, uh, I think, you know, sometimes, sometimes you can pick up on that in an artist's catalog. Right. Or, but yeah, so um Megalate Show. Uh Google Pigeon Dust if you don't know him. Uh let me ask some questions. So so this part of the podcast, I'll start with asking some questions uh about about your process and how you're working, things of like that. Maybe some questions about your old music and uh yeah, just, just more music conversation. Then we'll each pick a track or two and we'll plug in dongle and, and pick something off of our phones to share and discuss. Plugin dongle, Yeah, Yeah, man. word dongle. I don't know why that, <laughs> that, where that word that like man. what is what is the like etymology of that word, but I feel like it's kinda something. Something's there. It's a great word. Yeah. There's a DJ dongle out there. <laughs> and there's probably like a, a lo fi producer named Dongle. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's really upset about being called Lo Fi. He's like, Yo, I'm Jazz. I'm Jazz Hop He's oh, Jazz Hop yeah. yeah, But but shout out to uh, DJ Dongle MC Lil Dongle uh, Yeah, but oh, all those songs that we play I put them at the end of the podcast So you can listen to them without us speaking over them And uh, also at the end of the, the, the podcast We're going to play a round of the sound cypher And I'll explain what exactly that is And uh, where you can get your copy of that uh, card game as well but what uh let's see man um i want to ask some questions about your production let's talk about the new project that just came out or the the, the project that was just released that is actually old music I, I was surprised to hear that because i felt like there was like some real dope refinement and some some i don't know changes in your approach but maybe because it's so damn old
2: yeah i mean uh tom's remember was Mostly created in 2013 In Seattle 2013-14 Yeah, I think the the first part Just started with finding the samples And I was listening to a bunch of um, jazz At that time That was, you know, from that era And I started to get the vibes Of it being, you know That old refined jazz club Noir, smoky type shit Um, And I was like This would sound cool With some drums over it um, so, I, I mean, you know, that's to simplify the whole thing. But it took me about three four years to kind of get everything together and uh, make it sound, I guess, cohesive. Okay. Because um, there was a point where, I mean, I, I think I took five or six tracks off of it to make it play better. Because, um, it, you know, from beginning to end, I think that it flows pretty well and there's not a bunch of extra stuff in there that didn't need to be. Um, and i think that's important just kind of um cutting the fat off because mm. you know there's a lot of extra stuff nowadays where people just oh i made this track, so i I'll put it on there Fuck right it.
0: oh that's like a that's like a a strategy a streaming strategy to just like overload an album with a bunch of tracks right. and whatever right. floats to the top is cool but people are going to at least play it and so right. you get that extra
2: stream right so with this one i, I kind of wanted to get rid of the ones that i thought were pretty cool that people might like um and roll with the stuff that I knew was like the heavy hitter stuff so it's how, how no long is it it's like 22 minutes or 30 minutes I think it's about probably t- 33 33 34? minutes yeah something like that see technically heavy, that would be shorter.
0: considered an EP back in the day right? right but we don't have that distinction anymore like everything can be EP and it's all just called LP now mm-hmm.
2: strange times yeah I think EP now more constitutes the number of tracks on it yeah, mm. I agree with that the, You know, extended okay. player Long playing ah, so It's crazy Which is actually You know, it's interesting Because long playing I feel like would be less time Than extended play mm. But if you're going from single To extended to long playing mm. I guess that makes sense But extended seems like Longer than yeah, long right. I've always thought does. that I think, I've I, think
1: that. I have EPs That are longer in length time Than albums I've made
0: hmm. yeah, You, you just dropped your new album too Last year october yep that we were talking about tell us about that i guess i'm just gonna yeah now, like you're supposed to be the co-host but since oh, you yeah. both have new <laughs> projects i'm just gonna bounce yeah, talk, back and forth and we'll, we'll all talk about music oh it's uh
1: it's doing pretty good i'm real proud I think of it it's tight i think it's the the longest i've ever spent on a project ever and i went through a lot of changes and the longer i spend on a project the more I get influenced by different stuff and try something new. And then when you try something new that doesn't really fit with what you've been working on. And it's cool to have an album that has a bit of everything on there. But when it's too diverse, there's no like the narrative gets Mm. too stretched. Right. So I find like when I'm in a period of like making beats, when I can do like one after the other after the other, that's when it starts to like they collect together and it starts to form like an some type album of co-
0: cohesion. Yeah, when
1: it's like too spaced out, I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna try some stuff at, like this BPM or I'm gonna try this and a lot of this album too. Like, there's samples in there, but I really wanted to use what I've learned in the past few years from learning the keys mm. and playing keys. Okay, and I, I the DX7 and I was like, man, this whole album is gonna oh, nice. be full nice. DX7. Nice. So like.
0: What, what uh well see, I don't want to talk about I, 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 oh, see
2: I see a segue um, from the DX 7 into this new project um, that's coming out on the 6th vector 5 se- or, se- or ve- sector, sector, sector sector 5, sector sector five. five. Um, it's all made on the d50 rolling d50 <sighs> so it's, it's literally sounds like a bunch of you know in 90s kind of anime or like it's you know a lot of it used used in a lot of new jack swing um, mm-hmm. And anime composing um, from the 90s, so there's like a patch that you'll hear in Yu Yu Hakusho that's like the ending or like the right. um, character finds trouble in this scene. Oh, no dope! And then, so I mean, you know, I use those sounds, and then um, it's all composed, so it's not sampled, um, and it kind of brought a different vibe to it, where it's it's kind of trappy, mm. um, which not in the traditional sense of uh, if there's a traditional sense, but it, it's it's my my style, but it's got some trap drums to it and the sound of this four tracks, um, and basically is inspired by me living in Arachiku, which is, um, home to a lot of Bosozuku and like, uh, Yakuza dudes Which for people That don't know Bosuzoku is like <laughs> Those irritating ass <laughs> Motorcycle riders Yeah Sometimes yeah. moped riders The, the bike yeah. Bicycle bike gangs Out here um, They're loud as shit With like the The 50's Haircuts and stuff and Yeah they got like The big ass Pompadors Yeah pompadours and yeah. and yeah, yeah. pompadors yeah. um,
0: But they're They're about their shit man Like they all run From the
2: cops Yeah they're legit legitimate gang. And yeah. then the Yakuza dudes um, Are more Even more legitimate for Right it. That's kinda You know you know about that life it's a little little underbelly right tokyo in Japan. Seedy and City um, underbelly so yeah it kind of came stemmed from stuff that i've seen out in Adachiku and um it kind of was inspired by all that and i feel like the vibe is futuristic um but it's also very much influenced by what i've witnessed in tokyo and living out here
1: oh so yeah that's a great uh I love the sounds that that come from that I've tried to use myself. I actually started a New Jack Swing project like a couple of years ago. Yeah. I played one show in Okinawa under my New Jack
0: alias. What is the New Jack alias?
1: Bobby Crystal.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> yo, i fuck with that, Bobby yeah, Crystal. Yeah, so
1: I got a couple of tracks. Some stuff with uh, Sauce 81. Oh, nice. Yeah, we worked on okay, some work. New Jack stuff together. Uh, yeah, I don't know how serious that is or how it's going to go, but...
2: I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Honestly when I when I posted a picture of being like, Yo, it's got the Roland D fifty, um, my homie vitamin D, um, who's a Seattle legend, um, mixes all of my projects. Um, he said, What are you about to do with that? You gonna make some new jack swing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah man, I'm we'll just sample it for like video game sound and stuff and but for people from that era, you sure. know, that yeah, were yeah. around right. when that right. keyboard came out from Roland, they know it is something completely different than sounds that i would use it for right Um, yeah yeah, so a lot of stuff that i'm using are like the the soft synth pads and like the stuff that makes it sound um you know like real gritty but Mm, still melodic Um, sure but yeah for the most part that new jack swing stuff is definitely prevalent on that keyboard dude it's it's fun man I, i i played another show in okinawa
1: where i did an hour of just
0: nothing but new jack
1: and Dude, at two, three AM party time, knee jack swing's pretty fun.
0: I feel like you've been kind of fucking around with a lot of like uh eighties R yeah, yeah, and B sounds and shit. Yeah, like yeah. the last album has a lot of that kind of aesthetic yeah. and shit.
1: I like I love that like UK uh eighties, nineties R and B kind of like style. That really like slow stuff. It's basically just a bunch of like DX DX boot out chords. Good word. It's like 80 BPM.
2: Where'd you find the DX7? I bought
1: it at Ichigoya. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Shout out
2: to my guy, DJ Moo. Um, he runs Ichigoya. Oh, oh snap. So sure. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So totally. I'm always getting my stuff fixed. I actually just got my um, my Space Echo. I found a Space oh, Echo R, uh, RE201 um, Roland Space Echo on um, eBay. And he literally just hit me up like an hour ago saying, like, okay. I just finished the fixing um, Oh, no. Nice. on the uh, Space dope.
1: Echo. Dude, that's dope. Hold tight. Where is it at? Uh, Shibuya. Shibuya. It's oh, opposite, okay. just opposite Tower Records. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right across the street. Hold tight, Devin Morrison one more time because I bought the DX and it came with a big case and I couldn't <laughs> physically carry it. So I had to get Devin Morrison to come and help me carry it back to my crew. Oh, dope, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Devin. And then, uh, yeah, we got back and then we jammed out for a little bit okay he's like he definitely taught me a lot about the kind of chord progressions and stuff he's so talented man And like that those kind of like gospel chords like diminished stuff like oh man I i love that shit so much
0: Yeah, I mean, um, our Devin Morrison episode is one of the most listened-to episodes that we have that we've recorded consistently (laughs) every month. It's still getting a lot of plays, and it's been really dope to see him, uh, you know, success come to him because the talent is undeniable. Like, before before he started really blowing up in the States, I was like, this fool is going to catch some ears, you know? I thought the sound was there, so shout-out to him. Yeah, man. What kind of a... What's the studio setup looking like right now? What are you guys primarily using to... Are you guys like rocking like npcs or fucking machines
1: I, I just moved and before i moved i sold pretty much everything i own yeah. why yeah because this uh, incidentally i was going to ask you a question about when you're working on a project or you have a synth that you really like do you feel like you dedicate that synth to a project and then you move on to like something else yes Oh. so this is what i do too and in my head i'm like the next project i don't want it to sound like the dx or i don't want it don't to sound think. like this so i sold all my stuff to then buy some new stuff okay. and then work on the next project i
2: get it yep i feel you because like um right now my setup is like virtually just analog besides um the daw um and i've been uh, See, it's a good point to talk about this i've been doing a sample pack um creation sample creation for producers and um, other people it's getting kind of popular now um, called omega music library so a lot of different uh, musicians from the states and then also my boy um adriel bobby moses oh Did you man. know bobby yeah that's my dude
0: okay word that's the homie too uh i've been trying to get him on the podcast we just yeah he mentioned, it yet. he mentioned yeah.
2: that he mentioned that
0: that fool is hella talented, too, man. That guy. And, yes. and, and he's he's uh, just, uh, like, as soon as I met him, I was like, oh, I like this Delightful guy. of kind soul. Being. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be hating on his hair, man. I, like, I, His hair is so lovely and gorgeous. <laughs> and just, like, yeah, I'd be like, damn, dog. Like, what is this? Juices and berries? Like, your shit is just tight.
2: I met him through uh, me and Shingo, too, um, working on the track One People, uh, Melancholy Hopeful, and uh, Bobby Laid, the uh, violin. And that was how we kind of linked up, and then he told me he was living in Japan. Um, So I told him I was like, I got this idea. I want to start making samples for producers and beat makers and stuff, and feel like we do some dope shit. Mm. And uh, so we've been going to this studio out in uh, what is it? It's not Kichi Joji. It's Kichi Jo Koenji. Oh, okay. We've been recording there, and uh, also with a singer named uh, Maya Hatch. Oh, Maya's the homie. Okay, yeah, it's she, all connected. I was
0: just with her and uh, Aaron Chola like like two weeks ago. Right. Uh, but her so. and her husband are, are good mm-hmm. friends of mine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, MC Buddha and Buddha. Yeah, they George. do the beat the best battle. Yeah, the great mm-hmm. people, great mm-hmm. people.
2: Yeah. So Maya's from Smart Seattle. World. Maya's from oh, Seattle. that's right. That's so right. Yeah, I met her through um, my homegirl Hollis um, in Seattle. So she linked us when she came out here with her group, and. Um, yeah, so I, I've been working with Bobby on the sample packs for a little bit, and then we started to include Maya um, for vocals and stuff. And um, we put out the first one, um, volume one, and then we're almost done with the second one. Um, so.
0: What a fucking small world, man. Yeah. All right. so, like, I you know, know both of those people, and I like <laughs> both of those people.
2: Good people, man. I yeah. feel like, you know, the the community kind of brings good people together because yeah. if, if the vibe's not right, then... You don't I, connect.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know where I've been at, but uh, you know, for the podcast, we try to keep a an event calendar and talk about people's upcoming shows. And, and of course, it's excuse me, it's a difficult thing to do. But I've I've not seen any of your shows out here. Are you Just not gigging.
2: Not really. Okay. I'm a that's that's what it I'm is. I'm a hermit. So I've been mm-hmm. working on. I tend to have too many projects going on at one time where um, I rarely find time to. Even give myself some extra time, um, so a lot of it's more just making music, um, which is why it's difficult for me to promote everything all at the same time. Uh, people yeah. are like, wait, why why do you just right. drop this? And like, right. I didn't even hear about that. Because you know, I have like right now, I have a sample pack that's about to drop. I have a new EP that's about to drop. I have like another full instrumental project that just got mastered and sent to me today. That's already set and waiting on the artwork. Um, so it's it's a bunch of different things where I'm constantly making music where I can't make music right now because I have too much stuff Mm. that I'm trying to get all packaged and put together and get out to people because you know like uh, times remember right 2013-14 that's backlog for that long where I have a ton of beats from that era that are still Hmm. sitting on my PC and it's I can't just let them sit there you know right they get old and not necessarily like old old but for me they're old and I want to move on right you know so.
0: Oh, man. I mean,
2: shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: the output is tremendous. Like, uh, have you been busy with uh, the Nujabiz, uh t- tributes and stuff like that? Have you have you been going to those events? Yeah, I mean. Um, Do th- I I wasn't aware of any that were happening in Tokyo, but I imagine they would, especially yeah, in 10 years. There was
2: one last week, um, actually last Friday, um, that was um, had Pace Rock and Fat John. Um, oh, okay From the States at okay. 5Ds um, And then me DJ Chica uh, uh, Smooth Current DJ Brio. Um Where was this at? This was at um, What's the name of it? Uh, event Oh, okay In yep. Aoyama Right? Yeah. Nayama, yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah It's like Omotesando Yeah Yeah. 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 yeah and, that's um, a joint
0: that's like uh, Downstairs? Yeah, yeah, no yeah. yeah, Right.
2: So there were like 250 people Lined outside That couldn't make it in oh man because it was sold out um so it was a cool event a lot of good energy as always um and hideout is continuing to you know do right by which legacy as far as I really <coughs> doing tributes every year and uh, his brother Mao is the one who's putting it all together and uh, his mom helps out
0: yo i heard that you had you actually had you have one of uh new uh 1200s
2: Yes, his, uh, turn is a turntable. Techni twelve hundred. twelve hundred. No shit. What
0: yeah. is it? An MK 5 2? It's a three, yeah.
2: I believe. Oh no shit. MK, no, two, MK2. Okay, not two. MK two. Okay. That's how did you get that? Yeah. My wife. Um. So she was friends, or I, and we're both friends with um, uh, and FK, who was very close to New Jubez, um and worked at Guinness Records, and uh, it's actually one of his uh, turntables from Guinness. Come um, oh, wow, man. Dude, Sorry, that's I just want to backpedal, just a second like do you feel
1: that if you were to get a lot of bookings and shows that would hinder your your output for making music because one thing I always find is if I have a show on like a Saturday like the Sunday is probably around I'm not going really to make anything that day yeah right <laughs> <It's> <laughs> exactly fucked. and then the Friday I'm trying to like put stuff together to play for the Saturday so I feel like I've already lost like three, four days in the week.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, like I'll lose four to five days if I like the Nujabes tribute that I just did. We were out in what Monte until like seven thirty in the morning, eight, because right. I literally went on at four thirty, and I thought this is gonna be. I was like, damn, y'all put me like last, last, right. right? And then, you know, it, it was more like there's still one hundred and fifty people out here waiting. Who have not been inside yet And they right. haven't heard anything yet So don't worry about playing You know Stuff that has already been played tonight Play the shit that they want to hear Sure um, So Yeah It, it was kind of crazy Because for me um, I'll get done at 7.38 And go home And by the time I sleep It's like 9 9.30 yeah, And right. Then I wake up at like 6pm And then I'm like mm. Now what the fuck do I do With yeah. five hours left of yeah, the Yeah Exactly and, and you know So then that screws up my schedule Today That was the first day That I've Woken up before like 2 p.m hmm. because I, and my schedule just gets screwed and that's right, been that's sure. been a week now yeah. so i've been waking up at like 1 two two thirty, 2 30 and then just being like Shit, man yeah i'm like, what what gonna do with the rest of the day <laughs> it's crazy how like and you're uh, not tired and you stay until six seven a.m and <laughs> it's just like so those days you know that definitely factors into me being like do i really want to do this show is yeah, it worth yeah, it yeah, to sure. me yeah, yeah, it, yeah, you, yeah. you paying me each which is like not even 90 dollars anymore right 90 dollars to come out spend 50 to get there spend 30 40 on drinks and then come back home and then have right. my whole schedule screwed for the rest sure. of the week. yeah that's re- that's super so real. that's why i don't yeah. do shows yeah, really, okay. unless it's you know for something like nudibus tribute because that's important to me and Yeah, I would, yeah. I, it. I would do it for free
0: so yeah i mean i don't i'm not performing i'm not even getting paid and i'm still like oh do i really want to be like yeah, I took a taxi it, yeah. home last night at like two thirty because I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna stay up until five or it's, it's worth you know f- wait until four o'clock. Sometimes that so, extra
2: money's worth it. Where yeah, you know, and that I I factored that into my guarantee. So a lot of times mm-hmm. people will hit me up and be like, hey, we want to have you DJ or like you know do a beat set, and I'm like, all right, what's the budget? And they're like, oh, we got like a hundred. I'm like, yeah, yep. no, I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't I'm even sorry. leave my house for that. I don't even leave the house yeah. for that anymore. Like well, I appreciate
0: you coming over here and rocking with me yeah, for of course, price man. of on the house. You know <laughs> what I <laughs> <what laughs> mean? Yeah, I mean, I did
2: supply a single Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Honestly, sometimes that's a little more than what some of these promoters <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, offer. They
0: don't have <laughs> access to it <them> like <laughs> I do.
2: Oh, man, i
1: got I a guy. This, some of the offers sometimes. I feel like in Japan, like I, I don't really blame the promoters so much for for the money I know it's like completely different I know there's no financial funding like there is in the west I know the clubs are really expensive to like hire out Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of money that people have to put in hence why the ticket prices in Japan are so high a lot of people that come to visit Japan they always say to me why is it so expensive to go to a show and it blows my mind sometimes Mm -hmm. when it's like my show, like right here, and I don't know how much I was charging, like uh Three
0: thousand, dude. That's that's so much money. Like, and, and if I was the homie, back me and I I didn't even hit you, like, yo, what's up with the guest list? I was dude, just like let me just show up. And dude, you. I
1: appreciate that though so much, man. That's the, yo, that's Did, you ask, the, out, did you
2: ask for the discount list? No, <laughs> no, no. Like, that's the thing that surprised
0: me when I came. I thought guest list meant like, oh, you're getting in for free, right? But yeah. no, that just means yeah, that, like you paid the price without the drink, right? And yep. you still get the drink ticket, right? So it's like discount. free drink, discount. yeah, the discount.
1: Dude, I remember paying, like, 15 bucks to go and see uh, the Beastie Boys in, like, 1998. Oh, yeah. Like, uh,
0: fucking the Bay Area, it's like, oh, Hiro Show, 10 bucks. Oh, right. fucking Anticon, it's like, yeah, right, right. fucking $7. And just used to see uh, any of the underground cats come through, and it was right, like right. super cheap. And, yeah. and it was so intimate. Like, you got to shake hands with, you know, Merce. And shit, but yeah, 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 out here you're going to see like a bunch of like local casts you never heard of, or like a couple that you might have. Yeah, been, dude. it's like thirty dollars.
1: Yeah? Like, I mean, I get why like some like legends are, are charging like a bunch of money for like billboard shows and stuff out here, but yeah. man, it's uh thirty bucks for my show, man. I'm like, damn, that's too much.
2: I mean, it's a release party, but, right? You know, yeah, and it's. And it's yeah. I think the the inferred feeling is like come and support. You know, yeah look like, sure. like how many people yeah, that's got why on the bill like we got to pay them something or they're sure. just here or they're here just here for the on love the strength. yeah so, so I, mean, I, I
0: dj for homies like at their events and i just don't get any money and i just do it for right. the support and usually that's why i try not to ask for guest lists because i'm like all right like let me just try to see if you get some money in your pocket because that's a way that i can support you mm, right so word so, so. i usually at a at a party i try to Pay and then buy a piece of merch And that's mm-hmm. going to be like yeah. You know Approaching like $70 sometimes I mean that's but really That's really Not important. drinking alcohol Is actually oh, yo. working out Yeah yeah, yeah sure That was yeah. expensive Still gotta pay $5 for water though Dude I think that's Yeah
2: <laughs> That's terrible That's un- <laughs> Unforgivable Yeah, yeah criminal yeah. I Unacceptable just, like, Japan
0: Well sometimes what I do Real talk is I'll get the cup And then I'll just refill it In the sink in the bathroom Oh wow. damn dude The water The water out here The water sink so water okay. drinker huh <laughs> only when it comes to paying five dollars, yeah, man, yeah. I, uh, that's uh, a broke I'm with boy you. shit. <laughs> <I'm with> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm with it though, dude. I want to plug this subreddit real quick. Water niggas, dude. It's oh, co- I usually don't say that around white folks. I only say it when black folks. But I'm It's called Hydro Homies. That's because the other one got I know, shut down. I know, quarantine. right, dude? Do you know, man? Hydro Homies is le- is hilarious, man. It's <laughs> legit. To, to be honest with you, the other one, the the water and bomb joint, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the cats in there look like y'all. It's funny bad. because they they post it and then like they got their hand in the picture. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It I looks know a little yeah. bit too. Dude, it's I'm not seeing looking the lotion. A little pale, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right? And it's just like, oh, but I I just love the idea that it exists, dude. I yeah. I I, I love a subreddit homies.
1: that's completely dedicated to like just talking trash about soda. Yeah. Dude, the, the memes th- are all like Oh man, my favorite one yesterday There was a picture of like a public park It had like a water fountain And then just a single slice of lime Next to
0: like the fountain <laughs> Yeah, it's that's good, like, man yeah. I, I rock with water Water is wonderful Yeah, hell yeah
2: Hydrate But I mean, that's That's why shows are difficult to go to sure. Yeah And to perform at in Japan Hell yeah It's just Tokyo is, is very spread out too Yeah So a lot of times um, Your last train It'll be in between the times where you are either out for the whole night or you got to leave by like 12 and yeah. nobody wants to leave if they're right. there at 11 and 10 and right. 9 nobody wants to yeah. leave it sure the
0: the uh, the show at circus uh, that i was talking about um, for jansport j phonics right. and i got there at like at like 11 right when it opened and mm-hmm. we both vamped out at like at 12 30. and so essentially yeah. we we got actually free guest list that time shout out to us and shout out to chili t um but oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fun. shout out to Chili Tea. Delicious vibe. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's the homie. Um he got us in, but like, you know, he's like, hey, just buy a drink or two, you know, support it sure. that way. And uh we just had to vamp because it was like I can't stay out all night. Last luckily living in Bukuro, is like last train from Shibuya is like twelve fifty two. So I can kinda rock for a little yeah. bit and still make it back. Right.
2: So. Yeah, you either gotta dedicate the whole night to it or be like, I'm out. Yeah, and then really, be, you, know, right. you gotta be like like Adamant about right. leaving because people sure. are like, "Oh, come on, just stay for another." Yeah. Like, no, my train's yeah. in ten minutes, and it'll take yeah. me five yeah. minutes to get there. So.
1: Right, whole i fit ten, bro. It's like my favorite thing about him is he never leaves a club, and he's like, "Oh, I'm out," or like gives daps. He's just like, he just leaves. He's like, "I'm going to the bathroom real quick," and then you don't see him it's for a like month. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh he's like a biker cat cat too, man. Yeah, like, I think when he recorded the episode here, he walked
1: he did, he ran he here. ran yeah he yeah. was like training for a he marathon. he ran here from uh Sasuzuka, which oh, is pretty far,
0: yeah, that is I wouldn't i mean i I double think about like I question whether or not I want to bike there and right it's just like I'm just gonna run <laughs> yeah. before I record a podcast dedication in yes. summer I hell yeah it was. right Dude, yeah, it, 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 it was it was
1: summer yeah. dude i um probably the same as you guys, but I get a lot of emails and messages and and stuff with people that are like, yo, I'm coming to Japan like how do I find out about mm. what clubs to go or what beat shows or what events are going on right now? And I always feel like I don't really have like an answer. There's no like one stop place you can like
0: we're pretty good about that. Mega Late Show is pretty good about yeah. that. Yeah. No, but you're right. Okay.
2: Because I get a ton of people asking me like where is a spot to go for like I wanna listen to some like Nuja bass type, yeah, or Some right. like jazz hip hop or some lo sure. fi, where do I go? I'm
3: like oh, yeah, i don't know how
1: man how do you how do you, know how do you, do you yeah. find this shit, this stuff out like because i feel like i only know because i have friends who maybe like post about it or i see yeah. something somewhere and like a lot of
2: times like things aren't going on as much as they used to be like back in you know like 2010 2011 12 whatever like you could go to shibuya on a friday saturday night and there would definitely be something pop right hell but yeah but now it, it's like there's not even people out on friday Saturday. Night right. sometimes so yeah it, it's hard to tell where something's happening, and if it's happening, it's usually because it's somebody from out of town, right? sure, yeah, or yeah from yeah. the states. It's never right. because yeah. of some local dudes yeah, that you right. know that are dope that you want to go see. There's not events happening like that. It's yeah, it's kind of strange the way that works out, and
0: it, I don't I don't know as big as Tokyo is, I would just expect there to be more infrastructure and like more kind of cooperation between event organizers like right. there should be just like an instagram that a bunch of or like event organizers share where they all post and that's one of the things we try to achieve with the mega late show in the calendar is like if we hear about a show we post about it so like virtually every show that i know about that you're out here we got on the calendar the repeating shows are on there and that's why i was surprised when when um a rock was like yo marcus d and i was like is he, he's out here because i had just not seen any shows and Less now, but we were really trying to follow people and find out all the shows. And still, I I meet a cat, and he's like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this event for like a year. And yeah, it's yeah. like, how did we not hear about Beat the Best? You yeah, know? Sure. And so, yeah, it's it's a weird thing, Tokyo. There's a,
2: there's a lack of communication going on between um, people in Tokyo. Where I, hell yeah. I, I don't know if it's because of ego or if it's just because of the way that the diaspora yeah. I just is, think there's no communication because yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think like people are th- there's not enough stuff to where people tend to clash. Yeah. So there should be some community in in in, a, in trying to organize where we're all at yeah. for people to want to come and see this yeah. stuff because man, I I miss I even I miss so many shows that I found about like a week two weeks later. I'm like, yeah. yo, mm-hmm. like that show. I so went black
2: black here? milk show. <coughs> And it's the only reason I, That I knew about it Because it's Club Family Where all my Wait there was like a Black <laughs> milk show When was, was that like Club Bar ago? Family What the fuck Wait This should so be a drink the Yeah classic. so like My homie uh, DJ Rio Like owns Or owned slash ran uh, club families for like yeah. twenty five years. The uh, Homie yeah. Hero
0: King has his uh, mild out parties there all the, every mm. time. Dude, Whole Tight Family was the first hip hop club I ever went
1: in Japan years ago. And when they used to do like uh, beat battles, when they used to do like Golden Finger and shit yeah. in Japan, yeah. man, yeah. that mm.
2: Club Family's like hell, like hell yeah. a Shibuya Institute, like a Tokyo yeah. hip hop institute. Place. And yeah. like you know, it, it's uh, uh, Rio Rio stopped working there now, uh, so I'm um, pleasure is like the every other month. Um joint that they do and it's you know it's got like dude, it's got like midi chronica midi chronica yeah. performs there all the time and mm. it's got like local legends so I, like when people ask me about where they should go I'm always like go to club family there's gotta be something going on like on a Saturday or Friday yeah. night like so that's the only real place where I can be like if you want hip hop go to club Hell family yeah you know?
1: don't,
0: don't go Harlem go family no,
1: go to a <laughs> like family uh, sport local
0: be really dope for like fucking hip hop shit too the breakdown was going like every other week uh, at Coins Bar But the owner Shut that shit down And that was like A 12 year running right. event yeah, And it was just It was It wasn't like a spot Where Beatmakers rap, But it was a spot Where you can go And you'd guaranteed hear Like Right Like What we might consider Like authentic dope hip hop You don't go right. in there And hear a bunch of top 40 Sure um, Over the last 10 years You go in there And you hear like Fucking I don't know uh, Gangstar And you know Just like yeah. Living yeah. legends and shit yeah. So uh, Another question about Seattle man Like um I, uh, growing up Like I didn't really know A lot of Seattle cats Except for fools That I knew from Like uh, From internet forums Right mm-hmm. But like Old Dominion And shit Are you oh, familiar yeah. With all those cats yeah. man? Mm-hmm. They, they use They're kind of like uh, Unheralded And I think a lot of it Has to do with A lot of the The artists Continuously changing Their names yeah. It's kind of hard To keep up Like I just found Like uh well, I think it's henry osborne Yeah, but he's changed, school. yeah. But he it's it's like Nigel now or some
2: shit. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, how not the fuck like, do you fall follow that, that? Deep into um that and I was never really affiliated with Old Dominion anyway. Um I crossed paths with them in Seattle a couple times. Um I did a track for um henry and JFK on their um, gray school album called Um The Mary something, I forgot what it's called. Um oh was uh, their yeah. outro track on their one of their um, albums in the past three years? You familiar
0: years? with Gray School at all? No. Nah. They
2: were. Um,
0: it's kind of like abstract, kind of underground experimental rap styles. Uh, let me see. They let were kind of. Po- they, they were, were popping for like yeah. a, a minute. They had some. They had some joints, man.
2: Some, uh, Rhymesayers back. put them out. I
0: don't know. Let me see if I can find something. What was the name of your? Oh, this the, is one that it was I called
2: the Mary, um, something. I can't remember the full track. So. Uh, they,
0: they, maybe they don't have it on the on the. Uh, I know they have
2: it on. Um, Spotify. Yeah,
0: it's, it's yeah. called the Mary. But this this joint has Aesop Rock, and I'm I'm a big Aesop fan, so. But the names are all weird and shit. Like this is
2: called. Co- oh, it's called Mary Days. The album? Uh, no, so the it's called Zenith. The album's okay. called Zenith, but the um, the track's called Mary Days that I produced. Let me, let JFK me. is dope as yeah. well. Both of them are. Let,
0: first, let me hear this ASAP verse. I haven't heard it in years. I think ASAP's on this.
4: I'm
0: a big ASAP fan. I've liked Aesop since I first heard him in like 2000.
4: Vessel for launch. Hyperactivity. Humidity. Readings exceed the roof him go, shadow power prepare to download. Become a sugar group. Sacrified soldier in, set them up. Little Igor intern, scrape the electric set em up. send him, touch the foliage to let him settle up. And kick her like a beetle on his back with bad enter up. finger paint the cityscape name in its skip town. Yeah, they were dope.
0: This is you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Grayskull was tight, man. Old Dominion was tight, Sleep and all those cats. They were, like, the main underground Seattle cats that I knew that were bubbling. Like, I had a lot of homies who were uh, who were underground cats out there, and I remember when Macklemore was blowing up, like, a lot of them had such negative things to say about uh, yeah, the don't guy. Get,
2: don't get me started.
0: Yeah, like, hella negative things to say about him, like, stealing uh, like song concepts, like, that whole, like, dollar store or whatever. Like... The homie was like He, he even shared it on on the, on the forum He's like yo This track is so similar And this is another guy From the Seattle Like Tacoma I think Dang. And it's like the concept And the execution Are all right there And like I've never really cared For Macklemore Enough to listen to him Or even to buy into Like his popularity It would just seem Outside the realm of anything I would like anyways so I never checked it out. But man, uh, a lot of the homies from Tacoma and Seattle yeah. had a lot of spicy things to say about that.
2: Damn. Yeah. So I would say before you listen to him, listen to Blue Scholars, listen oh, to yeah. The Physics, um, listen to Jake One, listen to Vitamin D. Listen. I, to you know,
0: I didn't know Jake One was from Seattle. For oh, I yes. That's our pride and joy. That's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a, your number <laughs> yeah. one Hell export? Yeah. Yeah. Or Hell yeah. That's
2: our export. Um, Jake One has probably produced one of your favorite songs yeah most likely yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: he's got a he's got a song on labor days like that's the yeah, first so right. everything. Yeah. everything yeah everything like yeah, he's he, amazing
2: he, yeah his style is very much seattle I went, to
0: the, I went to the show that it was at like um rc and jake one a couple years back like maybe three years back at sofa oh word yeah yeah, yeah. He, he, he's I'm po- the reason i sound crazy i'm pointing up at the the <laughs> at the wall here in the yeah. studio But yeah He's, he's, got he's amazing
2: He's got the tuxedo joint With Mayor Hawthorne Yeah now. so yeah, like yeah. He's out in Japan they're a lot They're
0: like on to Tuxedo 3 I think
2: Yeah they, That they just are came out yeah. last year They're uh, No they did incredible. Tuxedo 2 2? Okay yeah, that's Amazing Yeah Yeah. I mean they got um, Fucking um, MF Doom on a track Yeah Like Crazy yeah.
1: Man whole tight
0: Repeat Yeah. You, uh,
2: you, you you familiar with repeat Pen?
1: Yeah yeah
0: He's from Tacoma Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my homie um, Champion was out there. Uh, I think they had a crew called like the Revengers or some shit like that. But okay. we were all on like the old um Anticon lunchroom and the rest of Form Bodies for oh, shit. Like, Okay. Yeah, I yeah, used yeah, to yeah. be a moderator that's on like the Anticon boards. It's kind of crazy shit. that you guys
2: yeah. know about Tacoma and Seattle yeah. hip hop.
0: Some of the like uh, homies that I'm still friends with on Facebook, we've known each other only from the internet for like fifteen years mm-hmm. now are like, and that's how, I didn't even know what a Tacoma was. Like, the only yeah. shit that I really <laughs> knew about Seattle was like Nirvana and like the Supersonics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and yeah, I felt yeah. like, oh, this is enough. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm good with the grunge scene. I'm good with the Supersonics. <laughs> and then like when the Supersonics, yeah, when the Supersonics disappeared, I was like, ah, I probably should find out at least one other thing. we're yeah, right. still place. salty about that. Yeah, that that's got to hurt. If you
2: you're not salty about man. that, you're not really from, you're a transplant, you're not from Seattle. Yeah. I mean, the Starbucks... I don't even do that shit, so we don't drink Starbuck's. Yeah, we don't drink Starbuck's. Yeah, well, tight. Seattle's best. My my wife still
1: has a supersonic sweatshirt that she wears. It's dope. That's I was awesome. like, I remember. Shout out to you. I yeah. just
0: saw like a couple months back at like a fucking Atmos or something. They had the um the Sean Kemp Kamikazes, mm-hmm. and I was oh. like, I had those yeah, when those yeah, dropped. Yeah, yeah. I got those yep. for Christmas, right. and I was killing them after Christmas break. And you know Sean Kemp used to be one of my favorite basketball players. Right. Um, you know, I've been a lifelong Lakers fan, but mm. I always like, I always like Sean Kemp. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hey, I, I know <laughs> I'm giving vibes. him the thumbs yeah, down. Sorry. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. I understand. But I'm not one of those Lakers fans that became a Lakers fan later in life. My dad okay. has been a lifelong Lakers fan. I like the Lakers and the Raiders. And I don't watch football okay. right but now. But I, Ice yeah.
2: Cube just immortalized our, yeah. our, our plight in hip hop history because, you know, the Lakers beat the Supersonics. Yeah and that's 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 our entire play. We yeah. we do decently well and then we right. find a way to fuck it up yeah. as far as like the Mariners go. Yeah. I'm a Where's lifelong a piece, Mariners fan yeah. and like Ichiro and Alex Rodriguez sure. and Griffey and you know you- and Buner and everybody. So like it, it's it was always hard for me cuz <laughs> I was going to games since I was real little um and played baseball too and Somehow they'd always find a way to fuck it up. Yeah, they'd be doing amazing and then they mess it up, and they still do. You know, so it, in
0: my adult life, you know, I watched basketball through. Like, I was never huge on football, but I was a basketball fan, and I yep. lived in Southern California when the Lakers played at the Forum, the Great Western Forum. Mm-hmm. So I used to be able to go and watch like nine dollars watch a game, and uh, you know, Kobe, Kobe dying really kind of affected me more than I thought it would. Oh, I was man. really sad yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. Um, but. But yeah, I'm, I only follow boxing and MMA nowadays, really. So
1: I'm a, I follow the the NBA. NBA.
0: yeah, the NBA super oh, okay. super hard still. Oh, well, that's right. I remember you're a basketball. I'm, fan.
1: A, I'm a I'm a die hard day one Raptors fan because half oh, my family, man, half of my family sure is Canadian, so Raptors Toronto fan. teed
0: up.
2: Good six. for you, good yeah. for
0: you. You guys are having. We just got our chip. Successes. We got our first chip from the yeah, first time I'm ever yeah. this year. Yeah, you know, yeah, I won't. Diminish yeah, congr-
2: that. congratulations. I don't even have a team. <laughs>
0: I mean, you're not a you're not an OKC <laughs> fan now. Bro, I'm sorry, I'm so hitting you where it hurts. My bad, <laughs> my bad. Dog. We done. That's we done.
2: uncalled for. Yeah. Uncalled for. No, actually, their curse though is still going, so I'm Dude, happy about curse, that. Yeah, man. Lil B, Lil 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 B made that curse. Like Yo, shout dreaming. out to the bass guy. God, hey, God, God, God bless Lil yeah. B for protecting Seattle's name yeah, yeah. and our heritage.
0: I saw the funniest thing, man. Apparently, Lil B has been like uh, taking commissions. Like people will pay him like two yeah. dollars to send the track, and if he likes it, he'll rap over it. And like he oh, this dude shit. sent him, you know, the track and paid two dollars and little B sent him a verse back. But the verse is little B talking shit about the guy. He's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna cry like the dude from the first verse, crying like a little bitch on a song. <laughs> little B, it's all good. And it's just like clearly a freestyle, but <laughs> yo, like the guy Lil is B's really an making some He's really making like some like real McDonaldized trash like trying to sound like everybody else and Little B for $2 came on and immortalized that track. That's he removed sweet. it from SoundCloud, but yo, I listened to that verse like hell of time. That's oh, let Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. Um that's yeah, sweet. that little B tangent that we just went on. You know the vibes like uh sometimes the podcast recording be fucking up and it did that, then we took a break and we're back now. So, that's we're a, we're on a new tangent.
2: That's that Larry Ridley.
0: Uh, that sample, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: feeling blue, feeling kind of blue.
0: Hey, I like when people have that kind of encyclopedic knowledge. And, I, and I would, I would
2: never expose that information if it wasn't already common knowledge. So. Sure, I mean, no, sa- I sample I think stitches we're- get stitched
0: with right i think i think with like things like who sampled it and and those type of website like those are some real like but the cat is out the you know the genie's out the bottle there's no getting it back if it's on there then it's
2: okay to say but if it's not on there then it's not. and if you don't know then don't say it because like i've literally gotten like people try to sue me off of who sampled oh yeah yeah for a drum break there's an entire like uh Industry
0: around fucking people just hunting down people yep. to sue for music yep. shit. So
2: these are some Must be trolls that would sit on who and then wait for something new to pop up with the drum break because they own um, Manziel um, Midnight theme, midnight theme drum break. Mm. Um, and what they did was they bought it from this, from Manziel, the solo artist, and they bought the track or the rights from it so they could collect on behalf of them. And then they sat on WhoSampled.com all day and waited for new shit to come up. And then they right. hit it, people up and be like, "Hey, uh, you are using this? We mm. need mechanical rights for this. Otherwise, we're gonna sue you." And then they like they knew how many records I pressed up with Hideout and Tribe, and like they knew everything. And then they just asked me, um, you know, how many CDs did you press in the states? And blah blah blah. And wow. I was like, I, I don't. I'm not making any money I'm a broadcast yeah, college student right. So fuck off
1: Don't hit me up Yeah, There's sample pack companies Out there That in their small print Says that you cannot Sell their shit But they advertise it As if it's like Royalty free samples mm. And they wait To hear Someone's track With that sample in And if it does well Dirty. They're like Okay pay us our money
0: Dirty. The music yes. industry Is a nasty place man oh, Because yeah. the
2: sample pack thing It's like There's two types there's, It's either royalty free Where it's all Like you just pay once And you use it And that's good second is you know people get their publishing because they're still the creators of it and then that's acknowledged in not the fine print but like in the you know the agreement and you know that's just to help out people who are making the samples because then they get credit for the work that they did otherwise it's just like yeah I made this whole thing and that's not true Whoa. So yeah, I, I have always believed in you know uh, letting people know who made the original content if it's not going to get me sued. Right. Sure. <laughs> Navigating so,
0: uh, that is like sample based musicians has to be like one of the more tricky elements, uh, that really
2: deters
0: from the creative process yeah. and, and the business aspect. of Yeah. It. For gray, sure.
2: Gray area still yeah. where yeah. you don't know if, you know, yeah. Um, we, hit you we had or?
0: Jansport J on the podcast for the last episode. And one of the things he was talking about is how meticulously he keeps track of the things that he's sampling. And, um, what he's using and just labeling everything he said almost like an ocd type of approach but his manager um slim jeff was saying that it's really useful when you know he has to um send a contract out or or update their fucking ASCAP or whatever and uh i mean jay was saying it's like it's 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 like one of the things that you don't want to think about when you're being creative and making the art but it's one of the things that like if you don't pay attention to it, it could really come back and fuck you
2: up. And, and it's also sure. just, you know, if you're being conscious of the fact that you're using somebody else's music, then you should be grateful to that person for using their music. So if you're not keeping track of it, then you're not really giving a shit about the source. And if you're not giving a shit about the source, then you have no reverence for music in general. Yeah. So, so um...
0: Word up. Let's uh, let's start getting more into, like, the shit that we're listening to now and uh, things that, it, that inspired uh, us. And maybe we asked you a few of these questions back on your episode, uh, Submerse, but let's just get back into it now and see, like, uh, what, uh, what were you listening to when you were 16? Like, who really inspired you when you were 16? I think we were off mic earlier when Marcus said, like, you were digging Kanye a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not 16. Maybe that was earlier then?
2: Yeah, earlier than 16. Um, I was probably like 13, 12, or 13. But like, even before that, when I was like 9, 10, 11, 12, my brother was having me listen to like old um, Desert Storm, um, Clue DJ J. Clue, shit. Fabulous. Um, shit. Is your, brother,
0: um, is your older brother still a hip-hop head?
2: Not so much anymore. I, I mean, I know that he still appreciates good hip-hop and <clears throat> listens to it, but he's... Yeah. He's very busy. He's got four mm. kids. Oh shit. So he's a the probably doesn't have time to listen to hip yeah, hop anymore. Yeah. Um But he he was the one who got me into everything. Um and he introduced me to Royce five nine and like I was dude, I was I was like nine, ten listening to Bad Meets Evil, like the original Bad Meets Evil. So like I have a I have a very strong roots in like I know about this shit, you know, like I was young, but I know about that shit. I was yeah. listening to this when my parents would Have been, you know, furious yeah. with my brother having me listen to Bad Meets Evil when I was 10 years old, yeah. So I was listening to Fabulous Mixtapes, and you know, I was mm-hmm. listening to 50 Cent uh, when he before his first album came out, Power of the Dollar. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been listening to stuff like that, but the 2000s era was definitely like where I felt like I fit in with you know, this is my era of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but
0: favorite MCs, guys, favorite MCs, <laughs> past, present, oh man, my favorite, I mean. My you favorite know. japanese mc
1: and i think the first show i ever saw in japan was uh psg which is kind of like you can't really see them no more it's like pampy slack gapper yeah summer records slack is probably my favorite japanese slack mc slack is huge yep slack has blown up like yeah. he's doing like the olympics Like like ads right now like yeah that's right but he's he's dope and like the the better my japanese got the more i could understand what he's saying Mm -hmm. the more i appreciate this dude Uh, he's super dope
2: yeah
0: the first japanese mc that i really heard was arata from living legends oh that's probably the first one i heard of and i don't know maybe like yeah i have no idea i think My introduction to like Japanese music was maybe like Miho Hatori and shit, and I don't know.
2: You know, I'm gonna come out and say that I think that um, Japanese rap I wish it would rhyme more. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just gonna be straight up. Like, I I I really can't fuck with Japanese rap to be honest. Like, I don't. I appreciate the the people that that I Like, even though I do understand the language now, like I appreciate the people who probably went to international school and speak English because they know that if you're not rhyming then you're not rapping. Yeah. So yeah. Guys like uh Kojo is great at fucking rapping oh in oh Japanese. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh Meso uh, is great at yeah. rapping in Japanese. Quite a few. Yeah, yeah. you know it really several like, of them are just dude,
1: uh, a little off. I love it and it's obviously a very nice thing if you know English and Japanese, but I love things like a Japanese setup and then an English punchline. Yeah. That yeah, that shit exactly. like gets me so hyped
2: midi chronica i've always been a fan of like yeah. they have melodic stuff like their their melodies and their rhythms they know like you can tell when dudes have listened to rap and mm. when they know you know about rhyming and the, you know the the roots of it and you don't have to know about that but it helps when uh foreigners are listening to it because mm. for me i'm like if it doesn't if that punchline doesn't hit and rhyme at the end then i'm lost a and, and it's like i don't i feel like where is this going you mm. know right so for me um I really, I love um, Japanese MCs that are familiar with, you know, English and that understand the the verbal cues of things needing to rhyme, sure. you know, like, yeah, they yeah. speak English and Japanese. Yeah. Love it. And I wonder... Because they make the Japanese rhyme. And when yeah. Japanese rhymes, it's fucking Yeah, dope. hell yeah. yeah.
0: It's interesting because, like, because of the structure of the Japanese language, like, a, you know... The, just the um, I forget what type of language it's called, but just like you know, uh, consonant vowels together, it seems right. like everything should be able to rhyme. But somehow sure, yeah, the yeah. shit just seems a little bit yeah. off. You like, know, if shit right. is always ending in a vowel sound, you feel like you could just, you know, everything could yeah. rhyme. Yeah, but I some know. Right? Somehow yeah, it's yeah. like. It seems like, the, like there's not like an emphasis on syllable count or, right. you know, like a, a, like a swing in the cadence. Because right. if you do a vocal inflection the wrong way, it completely changes the meaning of a word, mm-hmm. which is strange. But yeah, for sure. Like we were talking. Do you guys know Oga? Used to be. He's a he's a kind of well known rapper rap. out Well, maybe not well known. He he would say he's not too well known, but he's worked with a lot of people. He's old friends with Kojo. He grew up in New York, and he's out here. Um, his family's Japanese, and he's fluent in both languages. And we were discussing um, whether or not Japanese rap complexity ever approaches the kind of degree that it does in the United States, with punchlines, right. similes, metaphors, um, you know, uh, all the different poetic devices. And he was just like. No, I don't think the language yeah. is really structured no. like that. And when they get metaphorical, it's not in nearly in the same way as it right, is in right, English. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah I, I, it could be an inherent limitation on the language. Yeah. You really need kind of an injection of English sure. to make it sound appealing to English speakers. The right.
1: style is so different. Like, I try and rap and freestyle a lot outside the club with like friends in Japanese. And one thing I found is when I'm with Japanese friends, they'll go off on some like tangent, and like it doesn't necessarily like in in my head like hit like setup and punchline doesn't necessarily rhyme with the same thing. But when I try and rhyme in Japanese, it's always like something like minasama do, ore no You know, like yeah. you know those like those verbs and it yeah. always need to like match at the right. end and like rhyme. But in, right. in for japanese rappers it's not necessarily
0: like that it it, the the language is set up to be kind of percussive yeah right and i'm i'm of the school of thought that like people rap like drummers or they rap like horn players right Mm -hmm. and so with what you're doing that's very much a drumming style yeah yeah yeah.
1: it's very straight yeah yeah, yeah.
0: but i with a lot of japanese rappers it's if it's drumming it's like a time signature that i <laughs> don't get sure because it's never like yeah it's a little <laughs> like bit where like where's the beat yeah yeah yeah. 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 so it, it's interesting yeah. it's yeah. A, especially some of the cats that go at it uh, in double time yeah. it's just like rapid onslaught yeah of sure just you know takadana baba just dana yeah yeah which i
2: mean the japanese language lends itself to being very syllable heavy yeah right. i think that a lot of dope things can be done with it but as a foreigner, like from my perspective and my bias, it's not for me. Sure. You know, and I, I've worked with Japanese rappers that I really do like. Um, there's a rapper named Luth who was on uh, the Lone Wolf LP track called Midnight Notes, and his his flow and his style and his rhymes are just like I loved it when I heard it. Mm. I was like, I, I know that we could do something together that would make English and mm-hmm. you know listeners also vibe towards that because on Lone Wolf LP there's three artists uh, different artists that are Japanese language um, singing and rapping and for me it feels just as natural as English because they knew you know they're fans of hip-hop and rap so they knew what they were doing and uh, Luth doesn't speak English but he understands you know the concept of right. the syllables and the rhyming, right
5: so. It's
0: it's an interesting thing, you know. It's an interesting thing to think about it in terms of like linguistics yeah, and for sure. apprehension of yeah, like yeah, music yeah. theory and yeah. linguistics. But or yeah. what about um, well, shit? Let's go into some musical shares then. Uh, let's go into some musical shares. Here's the dongle. I'm the I'm saying my favorite one.
2: rapper, Royce five nine oh
0: Oh, tight. So you've just listened just to the new, new the it. allegory? Yep. Word. Actually, I think I'll make that my musical share Let me go into that right now Dude, Because I, I have been listening a, a lot of dope albums came out recently too, by the way Like the new, um, what is it? The new Planet Asia and 38 Special is, is really interesting and dope If you're into Planet Asia But let me plug in um, Let me see Where's my Royce 59 shit? Here we go this is one that I've really been digging. And you know what's dope about this album that I found some people complaining about? They're like, oh, I wanted more Primo beats or some shit. Royce produced a lot of the tracks on this. Yeah. And who knew that he was a fucking beast with the production, man? This Plus, shit is like...
4: I'm,
0: I think this is... um This beat, if I'm not mistaken, this is a beat that... He got like a stem from Green Lantern mm. And then he added a bunch of other shit to it And changed it so he could get the production credit for it But yeah, it's, it's fucking And this is called I Play Forever Featuring a cat named Graf Who I'm not too familiar with But man I feel like Royce
2: Is at peak Royce right now Which is crazy Because he's always been At peak Royce Yeah Yeah. Like Like every single project He's ever put out He's at peak Royce Like you could say that Any time When he put out an album It was peak Royce Like Street Hop Independence Day Death is certain you know, all the bar exams. His all the, all the his, bar his, exams. his
0: rapping skills have never diminished, and he's refined them in ways. But I feel like over the last few years, his production choices suit his abilities a little sure. bit better in my in my personal taste. Like the Book of Ryan is, in my opinion, his magnum opus. Like it is fucking just a beautiful, dope album that is kind of astonishing to me how it didn't get more recognition. Right. I feel like if that was Kendrick Lamar's album. Um, it would be like so huge, but for whatever reason like man his song cocaine off of that shit where, is where so is beautiful understated Which where? is the
2: beauty of his rhyming is that he's what? understated like he He'll do what your favorite rapper can do And then do his own shit right. and True. then make it sound better than what your favorite rapper did Which right. is crazy because like he can do like he said on bar exam one yeah. What he, say? he said uh, at the end of the one of his tracks, feeling it, he said, I just feel like I'm the best rapper in the world because I can do what every other rapper can do in the world, but they can't do what I can do. Hold on.
0: There was a fucking bar. Let me see if I can remember it. I might have sent it to the homie. Um, shout out to, um, to the homie Tokyo Cliff, who does the Tokyo Speaks podcast, formerly the Raw Urban Mobile podcast. But I was sending him some bars from that shit the other day because... There's a real beauty and eloquence to Royce's style where it's not, like, uh, jam-packed with lyrical miracle, like, poetic devices. While they're there, there's a little bit of this, like, fucking eloquence that... And, and the eloquence comes with, a, like, a, his own mental brilliance where he's able to construct sentences that are just, like, damn, I should have thought about
2: that. Smart, Smart dude. But, I met actually met him in Seattle. um, Oh shit! And uh, my brother was the one who got me into him and was like, "Yo, you need to track Royce like ASAP, like as soon as possible." Because we listened to him since we were young. And uh, I brought him the vinyl from Simply Complex, and he was like, "Shit!" I remember this. He's like, "Man, it's like thanks for coming out to the show." And and like a lot of people say, "Don't meet your heroes," and I've met people where they were assholes, and I wish that I wouldn't have met them because I couldn't listen to the music anymore. But I met Royce, and it was a gamble. And I was like, he could be an asshole or he could be a real cool dude. And he. Okay, we're back.
0: Another Mega Late show fuck up there. Well, well I'm sorry. What was the tangent that you were on? Oh,
2: Marcus? no. I, I just remember Royce being on stage and kind of giving us, like the whole audience, some real, like, inspirational, like, from the heart, um, you know, kind of stories and feedback. And, you know, just being like, if you're going through some stuff. You know, I've been through that stuff. And Word. there's a light at the end of the tunnel and just felt like it was some real cool shit that he didn't need to say to a bunch of people that, you know, are expecting some real just straight bars. But he always has a message and he always has something to say. And I think that he's yeah. a 100% like a real human being instead of just being like, you know, one of these raptors that just oh, acts yeah. like he's real about shit. Right. And then when it comes to meeting people and being a real motherfucker, he yeah. doesn't, you know, Yeah, they disappoint. Royce did not disappoint.
0: He um he recently got sober too, couple uh, several years Mm, back, and uh, you know that's That's one thing he's he's talking talking about. Like it's really been beneficial to him. So, but yeah, Yeah. here's that bar that I was talking about. He says, "Where I come from, I sell the dope. You do the dope, my brethren. I'm not a legend. I'm not a vet. Do not address me a second. I'm the best. Niggas always sleeping. I rather stay woke. They say you are what you eat, but I never ate goat." Uh, he's so crazy with it, and I butchered that. Like, but man, like the way he—he's just so eloquent. They say you are what you eat, but I never ate goat. Mm. He probably did eat goat, but I mean, uh, you know, yeah. some oxtails or some shit. The,
1: the, the, this this record's dope, and like, I don't know if you guys feel the same as, as I do, but like, when when someone releases a record who is kind of like an OG, and they've not done a project for a while, like in my head, I'm always thinking. I didn't even listen to this shit yet, but there's no way it's as good as like when they were in their prime, right? So yeah. I, I automatically think like this isn't probably that great. Right? It's probably like I don't know, mm-hmm. like some subpar. Maybe right. they're trying to try to do something. still doing it. <laughs> yeah, still doing it, but man, some people. Not only did they still got it, but they gave they got more to give right. than when they even. Fine when they their wine, friends. yeah. Fine wine. I, yo, exactly. Yeah. It's full body, man. It's like a fine ass wine, like and this yeah.
2: album's, I think. Yeah. yeah. Royce just keeps getting better with time. Hell then, yeah. 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 I, I feel like I invested in Microsoft like back in 1980 yo. because like I got a track with I got two tracks with Royce and like I did one of them when I was 17 years old. He just he went to jail for drunk driving and uh he i wrote him uh when he was in jail and he sent me back you know um saying like i appreciate you still rocking with me and hitting me up and stuff and then uh when he got out we did a track and then after that i hit him back up again and i uh, think he was in norway and he recorded um burning for simply complex yeah and, uh, can we hear that yeah do you have that i do have that uh, i think so um and his brother, Kid Vicious, um, who I talked to a couple times, too, um, was also on there. He
0: gets a Yellow Wolf on this track, too. Did you guys hear what that was about? Apparently, like, uh, Royce had sent one of his, like, younger MCs to go rock with Yellow Wolf oh, and his DJ. Yeah. Yep. And they were uh, dropping N-bombs left yeah. and right and uh, in a way that was not flattering. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I appreciate that, Royce. Yeah. Shout out to you, fam. Yeah,
2: he acknowledged the problem and addressed
0: yeah. it. Yeah, just kept it moving. Okay, got uh, the check Yeah, all yeah. right. Yeah.
3: This
2: is you and Royce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Crooked Eye and Kid vision. Oh, shit.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. You just got that in the tub. Know, like, right? Yeah, that's one of my many accomplishments.
4: Let's be honest, my diamond in pursuit To ball's phenomenal like a diamond can soup. I only fear tears from my son. Glasses half full, mind frame, rain, is tears from the sun. Uh, now How old were you? What does this like song a remind gunner. you of? I ain't on your side, I ain't your solid partner. Some
0: memory coming feet, to mind.
4: Cuz niggas used to cut the off switch off when I called, I didn't been through the ringer. Yeah, my bitch you're gonna fight everybody that got something bad to say about you. Yeah, they shouldn't run their mouth. I ain't the leader of the slaughter. If I was, we would be called drunken house. About this infinite
2: um, uh, I was just thinking about what that reminded me of. um, I mean, when I was putting this project together, it was a bunch of stuff from, like, 2010, 11, uh, 12, and even, like, 2009, um, but this kind of was the yeah. crowning yeah. point where I was yeah. like, I need to put this out, um. I mean, it's a classic voice, man. Yeah. Like, I, I was really just happy that he didn't give me some bullshit bars because, you know. You get those little B bars. Yeah.
0: You know, like, he, he yeah. everything
2: that he does, no matter who it's for, is always fire because he, yeah. he understands that his, his, you know, his word is his bond. Yeah. Like, what he puts on tracks is going to be listened to and people are going to hang on his words. Right. So, I was just happy that he spit some dope stuff. And, and he's so talented that even
0: if he phones it in, it's still better than like 95% of anybody yeah. that ever rapped, yeah. you know? He's one of those MCs who is like if you're ahead, he's like perpetually in the top of like the, the upper tier of
2: lyricism and ability. And uh, there's a few cats like that, but he's definitely in that list. And he just doesn't run out of stuff to say. Which, yeah, I'm just like, how? After this yeah. long, after that many verses, that's these that's words? impressive like, part. Yeah. It's yeah, still having stuff? something you have to talk it's about for your chest, right? You know. And honestly, like, Crooked Eye sent me the verse. And I mean, I that's was, crazy I, to get Crook on there, too. Yeah, and I know that when I told him Royce was on it, I know that he kicked it was up like, when I oh, was okay. like, you know, you can't. It's so you got half a Slaughterhouse on the
0: track. They, you know. they um, yeah, they are fucking relentlessly competitive with each other, and it only adds to make the art better. Just like that bar. And now about Oprah. I haven't heard this before. This is really dope though.
5: It's so prophetic that selfish shit it be so pathetic. Cause when your whole crew ball, it's all opaesthetic. Now tell me what could be only willa if Oprah said it. I'm rich, bitch, from talking no shows, yo forget it. Rich talking on
0: this is one of the fun things about hip-hop to me too like you know i listen to a lot of different hip-hop a lot of different rhyme styles some of it is just really simple and personal and some of it is complex some of it is musical just cadence driven but like with with cats like royce and crook and black thought it's like and, and even eminem even though i'm not a big fan like it, eminem to a lesser degree it's like decoding exactly what is going on and like being able to catch things like when i listen to homeboy sandman it's like oh that yeah. was a really kind of witty brilliant bar that's like oh, it's, Sandman's it, it, yeah, genius. yeah and and there's there's cats that i listen to for that like i don't listen to west side gun for that you know what Mm. i mean but like i listen to sky zoo for that i listen to to royce for that and uh both of them are really dope artists but this level is is another places
2: to go for what you need you know like indeed you you don't go to mcdonald's to get a nice you know steak yeah right like a high quality hamburger you want Uh, junk food then you go to mcdonald's exactly high quality shit then you go to
0: somewhere else what do you think about the Griselda cats? I know I think me and you we've spoke about Rock Marcy, but uh, like what do you guys uh, think about dude, Griselda? I
2: mean I think Rock Marcy is like considered one one of the best to ever do it right now. Dude yeah. I
1: I think he, Rock is he says crazy. Probably stuff. like the best MC right now and maybe one of the best MCs I ever listened to. I had the pleasure of listening to. It. Yeah, he's
0: he's uh he's he's a special type of guy, man. He's like one of the really yeah. like Holy here we go. I'll put some uh, beats on. Why don't you take the dongle and you get in uh okay. next? I'm gonna play some DJ Spinner beats here.
2: Spinner is every Highly remix I've ever done has been inspired by DJ Spinner.
0: He is so criminally underrated, is he's one of the best like during the like the nineties him and like sean j period were some of my favorite producers that nobody knew the fuck about but were doing fucking incredible things all the time we we had the pleasure of having him on the podcast and it was he might have been like the first guest that i was like really bugging out about because i saw him as like this crazy like Larger than life figure And uh He couldn't have been more Humble and down to earth And it was really It's one of those things Like meeting your yeah. Meeting your heroes mm. Could be terrible But yeah. nah man That guy was just like Such a fucking pleasure Yeah well, So we'll rock with him Oh Let me Let me come down And let you uh Dude. Come up Uh
1: Yeah I've been playing this game recently I don't know It's, it's called Catherine Right So this game has been, it was a PS3 game, but they just remastered it for the PS4. And it's from a company called Atlas, and they're famous for doing a series called Persona. But this game is called Catherine. So it's a puzzle game with a story tied around this puzzle game where you're a guy with a long-term girlfriend called Catherine. And you wake up one morning and you slept with another girl called Catherine. And... Because you cheated on her every night that you go to sleep. You're in this, like, nightmare world. And if you f- if you don't make it up the puzzle and you die in the dream, you die in real life. And oh, every man. time you beat a puzzle, they ask you things, like, to you, the player, like, do you think marriage is the beginning or the end of life? Do you think... Uh, you know, like like, like really existential th- dude, anxiety. <laughs> this yeah, th- this game like really messed me up the first time I played it because like <laughs> it, it gets uh, it gets really deep, and it's like, what do you, what would you prefer your wife's direction to go in right now? Uh, looks or like her personality? Like it asks like a bunch of questions, Brutal. and yeah. the yeah. the end of the game, there's like eleven different endings depending on how you play. You okay. can either stick with this girl or you can go classic, with this girl. Japanese, yeah. It's a, but every single day. Uh, the game is set in the nightmare so when you wake up you go to work and then after work you go to an izakaya in the game and you drink with your friends and there's a beat that plays <laughs> in this izakaya and, and you, you've got the beat I got the today. beat and I love nice. it and it's fire
0: I think so okay you can come in whenever you're ready <laughs> What, it, what what system are you playing this on? PS4? PS4 right now. So
1: there's a remake called Full Body, and they introduce like a new character. And Full Body, they describe it like a, when you get a fine wine, you describe it as Full Body. The game is very like anime like it's quite like a sexy, like, game. That, like, you'll be in a bar so when you're in this when you're in this bar of the game you're in the bar you get like a text message and one is from your long-term girlfriend the other is from the other Catherine and you have to decide which one you want to open mm. and then like the Catherine might send you like a lewd like picture and you're like do you want to save it to your phone or do you want to delete I'm it I'm totally like, gonna play this game yeah man, I, I think you sold
0: me on it too <laughs> it's like, this is a good way to uh, have angst
1: oh man it, it really is it's, it's, it's a really good game uh, but the uh, the team that do the soundtrack and they do it for all of Atlas's games, they're like a, a jazz fusion band, I guess. Okay. Uh, the whole the soundtrack is great.
0: Okay. I mean, this sounds dope. Yeah. You know, this is the second time you've been on the podcast, and the second time you did not play any of your music. Yeah, that's on right. The <laughs> is there a reason for that?
1: Um, you've, you've I don't know. I too, yeah? I feel like. You just I have share. something interesting yeah. to play That like uh, Maybe not many people know Or like You know If you hear something in a game Maybe you forget After you beat the game So I feel like some so of these tracks I, I got
2: roped into playing One of my own things And I was like I got, uh, I got okay. so much other stuff Bust oh, I mean another one Bust another one I, I mean I can, I can play One of my own tracks oh, Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah play Let's play do with that I would tracks. love
0: to I would love to do that
1: um,
0: um, I, I don't know how many of these songs I'm going to put at the end of the podcast But do your Googles Because both of these guys are tremendous Is you? This
1: is me. This This is is the new drone I just released. Uh,
2: Yep.
0: I mean, I'm reading it. I didn't remember off the head. I'm a fan, but not that big. I'm not that crazy with the memory.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I named this. There's a, a game series series called uh Yakuza I don't know if you, oh, did you ever play the Yakuza yeah. games yes, no sir. I've never played it but I know that a lot got of the porn to... stars dude. The porn stars I like are in that oh game. man I so I I loved it.
0: like I uh, <laughs> Uehara? Oh, dude. I don't,
2: I don't know anything about that <laughs> they're in that. oh yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, no man I've don't never never even it. heard
0: I've got a, I got a few friends that are goons and they introduced me to these people but I was only for educational purposes <laughs> yep
1: <laughs> man in Yakuza zero when you run your own Kabakura yeah. Awesome. The, the name of the song that plays during that scene is as you like and nice. like i was so into <laughs> like this like
2: <laughs> yo yeah awesome what a deep cut yeah my, man. my, my wife would like walk downstairs and i try oh pause pause you, P- yeah, P- yeah ps logo button but like she come downstairs and she's like what are you doing <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's just part of the game, babe Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, but then she got, got into it. it. She got into it. She started like changing the girls' yeah, right. like swimsuits. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And she like, oh, she looks so cute in this.
1: Right. This is exactly what I did too. I got to that point, and I was like, I gave my wife the controller. I'm like, oh, could you uh, pick out the best outfit for this like?
2: All you can warm. do. Yeah. Wait, so this is an- another beat? This is this, this is the same, the same track, but I just threw an extra beat on the end. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, recently. I, I, I mean, if you
0: split that up, you get double the streams, man. Come on, think about yeah, it, bro. Come on. Now this is yeah. actually really dope. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, and there's another ending part to it too, right? Like there's something tacked on at the end. that's a little different. Or does it kind of fade out? I think it just else? fades
1: out from from, from this second beat. I just made these two beats, and now it's like, I was like, man, I, I, I don't, know, I can't yeah. split them
0: up. Y- your last album, um, uh, "See You Soon," mm. is that is that the name of the album? Yeah. Am I wrong with that? No. It was t- when I was listening to you perform it, it felt like some type of like a like a. Late 80s, early 90s r and fever dream. Yeah, it was like yes, I was in exactly. there. like Oh man, yeah, this is yeah, kind of yeah. crazy. It's like, yeah, but it's it's a really uh, unique uh, vibe and aesthetic that like I, I feel like I want to listen to it before it's like sexy time, but also not have sexy time when I'm listening <laughs> to it because it's kind of like <laughs> this Catherine situation yeah, where it's like yeah, almost yeah. nightmarish yeah. because it's like it's it's a weird type of romance going yeah, on. Yeah, like, yeah. This has got like a real like. Like this is what like Tevin Campbell has fever dreams about. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh,
1: I think that was the goal, man. Yeah, like, that, you the killed it, man. man. I, like.
0: I really, I really dig the project. <laughs> that's dope. Thanks, yeah. man. <laughs> Work. Let's get Marcus uh, to to play another joint, and then I'll play one more before we go into beats, and then we can try this uh, sound cipher game wow. as we've been recording. Man, I'm, for like I'm scared. I'm scared yeah? for the
1: uh, sound cipher game.
0: Ah, it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> like, I we'll just pick we'll, we'll pick a card and figure it See, out. It'll I don't be even fun. know
2: what to play now. I'm not going to play one of my own things.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, did you guys hear that A. Chris, um, Chris Keys joint? Yes. Sudden Death? Uh, let me play that while you're figuring it yeah. out. Marcus, hold on. Do you think? Let me see. I fucking love this joint so much. The video is so simple, but just like really beautiful. Uh, it's all like... What it is is like Kole Chris just kind of like bobbing yeah. and listening to the music in all these different places, and the people around him are kind of just like dead in these weird right. positions. And it's a beautiful track that kind of it, it's it for me, it sparks like this kind of like optimism and kind of a rejoicing, but there's a little bit of a tragic kind of aspect to it with The vocals, um, man, but I really love it. Quelle Chris is a guy for me right now who can almost do no wrong. Oh, man, like
1: I, I agree with you 100%. His, his
0: rapping, his production, there's like a, a real whimsy to yeah. it, it's like yeah, 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 really whimsical and just uniquely Quelle Chris. That, like, I love everything the guy touches now.
1: Hell yeah, dude, I, I agree 100%. Him and then, uh, I don't even know if I can pronounce his name right. Is it I- Iman Omari? Yeah, Iman Omari, he's also incredible, dope, man. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think, like. Like now is like a really exciting time. This is all like west coast stuff, too.
0: I think Quelle Chris is from the east coast. Oh, really? Or from like okay. the midwest, right? Okay. Yeah,
1: dude. But they're, they're on that they're all that kind of jazzy, soulful kind of vibe. Yeah, I think it's like a really interesting time for like that kind of stuff, man. Like,
0: like uh, Quelle Chris's uh guns that fucking track. Like, mm-hmm. it reminds me of like I used it when I was DJing, I would like go from like Kiefer. And then Holy I'd segue Because the Hell piano yeah. runs yeah, yeah, And then yeah. I'd segue Right into Guns And it's like Man, Quelle is just amazing dude. Hell yeah, dude. His His verse on the last Homeboy Sandman joint I think yeah, Look yeah, Out yeah. I think he outshines uh, Your Old Drew And Homeboy Sandman right. On that shit It's just a beautiful Kind of like Witty brilliance That is uniquely Quelle Chris sure. I love it
2: Your Old Drew Disappointed me Yeah? His, his existence <laughs> Kind of disappointed <laughs> me <laughs> Why is that, man? Because he sounds like Nas? Because he sounded like he came out with this, like, really, you know, like, uh, undercover, like, is it Nas? Like, is it this? Is it somebody? And then he let that, you know, build momentum because, you know, obviously, why would you not? Right. But then he put out something and then didn't deliver. And it was just like, oh, so it's not? Right. It's not Nas and it's not anything new that anybody's going to really care about to a point where. Like, I, I actually have like, you know, four or five tracks he's of he's like a, that I play over and over again, but he didn't do it for me. I, I, I consider
0: like, him a, a like I, I sometimes use the term like a 40 60 artist. Right. I like 40 percent of the album and 60 percent of it. I probably won't go back to, but it's not bad. Right. And I feel like that about a lot of his projects. If there's ten songs, four of them, I'll be like, oh, this is pretty good. And then six of them are like, I don't really need okay. to hear that
2: again. <laughs> for me, it was just disappointing is like him because I was just like, I, I, I I liked his first stuff, wow. and then it was just not gonna lie. When I heard him, I was like, "Damn, Nas still got it." Yeah, <laughs> straight up and down. But, the, but then it's like that Action Bronson shit, where mm. Action Bronson just like he stole Ghostface right. style, and then yeah, yeah. stole yeah. fucking Nas style, yeah. and it was just like, "Why?" Yeah, you know, like you you make your voice sound like that on purpose. I know Action Bronson doesn't yeah. talk like that. Yeah, and then you shit on Ghostface. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was that was you know, real weird for I, me. I I I've never
0: really been able to completely embrace Action Bronson because of that. But because he always works with one of my favorite producers in Alchemist, Alchemist like it's hard. My fucking favorite. Alchemist dude, is so
1: crazy. I, uh, That's
2: why I was always yeah.
1: You want to come in, dude? My one of my favorite producers right now. Uh, he definitely deserves a shout out, especially because he's British too and <laughs> does stuff with Alchemist. Is Budgie? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I think Budgie is crazy good. And he's got super good taste
0: ah uh, kendrick
2: yeah so i think this might be my favorite rap track of all time dude, dude I, uh, like ever like maybe even to it's come delicia, yeah, it's a beautiful it's track. because i think that it, it marries my love for melodic jazz beats like nubus and stuff that i make and have always aspired to make and then the gangster and also like very street aspect of like hood stories you know like Kendrick and Royce and you know, I woke up this people that and really live I what they talk about and, and this is like the story that he talks about, about is so deep. Yeah. deep and when you read the lyrics and you listen to what he's saying and he's telling the three stories it's like I've never had a piece of music in my life like rip my heart like this one did where like I could he's not even speaking about himself except for in the third verse but he's telling people stories and that's the art of rap for me yeah. and like him being able to to portray that to other people through his craft is what I think that he was put on earth to do and what I think that you know people like us are put on earth to do is to tell our story through and other people around us their stories through our art and I think that he, I
0: think I think that he's the greatest artist to emerge in the last 10 15 years and I really do see like a, a level of genius in his music that um like it, it really re- reignited like um, an optimism in my me about upcoming MCs, like with J Cole, I was just kind of like, with J Cole and like Joy Badass, I was like, all right, these guys are doing good rap, but, but what they're doing, like they wouldn't be able to compete with this stuff in the '90s in an era of similar sensibilities. I, I can't really say that about like even a, a, a Drake, definitely not like in a high competitive '90s era. But with Kendrick, I think that the art is there and he could just, like, there's 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 a, almost like a a wisdom about him that it just like precedes him like ages 100%. he's he's so brilliant and also technically talented it's just how like oh, man, I mean, that, that how? whole
2: first verse i mean the way the first verse ends where he says and if i die before the album dropped <sighs> yeah and that's he doesn't say anything he just yeah. Dude it's,
1: it's crazy I've been thinking Since January About the last decade About my favorite Record of the past 10 years And I decided Less than a week ago The Good Kid In Was my yeah. favorite record But not only that But this track Specifically yeah. is my Favorite track On the album You know
0: um, late, late and I We were doing This project uh, Between episodes With guests Called Every Album Ever Of the last decade And basically We were like Casting these albums Against each other To see which one we we personally buy by some objective criteria as well as largely our subjective opinion about things was like the best album of the last 10 years since 2010 and uh we are both more fans of to Pimp a butterfly in terms of like it's greatness but it's hard to argue between this and to Pimp a butterfly it's more or less your own sensibilities but man both of them are just good good man
2: less Refined Which I, I Like that more about it yeah. The pimple butterfly it has more jazz Like, like He's like trying to
0: create Free, free form Yeah like right. Free
2: form jazz yeah. Where <clears throat> I do like free form jazz But I like I like jazz That has Like it's easy To understand right. And easy to digest. Sure. Not like smooth By any right. extent But This type of jazz Is like 50's 60's Like that right. oh. Real easy to understand And like follow melodic jazz and then to butterfly was more like free form, like very yeah. experimental jazz yeah. like you know miles yeah. and A Coltrane train and uh, so for this 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 was more like traditional boom bap hip-hop sure, it's, it's, stuff it's definitely it's
0: definitely uh more accessible to an average listener too whereas i think we were talking about during the break that like um boxing is like jazz the better it is the less people are going to like it and with um I understand to Pimpo, it. Uh, uh, yeah and and with the pimp to to pimp a butterfly like i felt like that was homage to a lot of like the west coast stylers like like that joint the um i forget the name of it right now but where it's just like freeform jazz um almost a scatting rhyme style like that's all like mike and i and freestyle fellowship over just weird jazz production and so like this one is i felt like this one is him trying to make something that is a little bit more accessible and therefore uh has closer pop sensibilities which explains songs nice like Swimming I'm Pools and explains sure songs like uh, The Drake Joint, The Poetic Justice type of oh, the Janet Jackson sample yeah. shit whereas like To Pimple Butterfly is more challenging to, to the average listener and personally I like it but my favorite probably Kendrick song of all time is probably Money Trees I fucking love that Beach House sample in reverse like a, a, a reverse sample gets me every time but oh, yeah. man that like yeah. the this album is brilliant and after section 80 i thought it was only going to be like how do you recreate that sure. and kendrick just keeps on like doing that over and over again he's supposed to be making a rock inspired type of album right now who knows what direction it goes in but man yeah. I, I, I i i trust in his art sure. to to be something that is yeah. that even if i don't love it i bet it'll be good yeah for sure i think like
1: the time that like good kid man city came out was just a time where there wasn't for me Not anyway, you anything know. in like mainstream hip hop yeah. that was really gripping me the way that, that did. And this record came out and the, I listened to it, listened to this track, and I was like, Oh holy shit, this is like incredible. I listened to like Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. I was like, Holy shit, what the fuck is this? This is incredible. Yeah. And the same night I went to see uh Flying Lotus at uh Mako Harimese, that huge thing. He was playing with like Amon Tobin and like a bunch of people. And for his opening track, there's like I don't know, there's like a thousand people in there. He played uh he was playing like uh the a remember voice track from this record. Uh Mine so had a the, dream. Uh the oh. the
2: Oh backseat for yeah ba- Yeah, right. Yeah, and
1: holy shit, I'd never heard like on a sound system that was built for uh for um Messe for like mm-hmm. a thousand people. Those AO8s ring yeah. out so hard they did And it just clicked yeah. And I was like Not only is this like One of the hottest club records I've ever heard But this is like One of the five things I was worried too. about that so When it first came
2: out Because I like Even things like You know Swimming pools and stuff Like right. even though it's a club track It fits within the narrative a, Of the album Where it it's really just It's does. a story And yeah, he's, yeah. he's not glorifying yeah, it yeah. You know like He's talking about the ills And the terrible things About yeah. addiction and alcohol And like you know The party scene And everything right. Right and that's why it's so genius because like it can be listened to on both sides where it's just like it can either be you know party or if you in the context you decide the context yeah yeah, exactly that's it yeah Yeah. yeah. when I first you know that was the first the lead single that came
0: out fucking the backseat freestyle Freestyle, and I was like what is Kendrick doing like this is so dope but like is he really trying to go pop to the point where it's like all the ethics and shit that we thought he was about like kind of like woke young rapper shit is just taking a backseat? like wanna fuck the world for 72 hours it's like what but then in the context of the album it's like oh man this fucking fool is a a genius yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, it's so dope it's so dope but um let me let me pull out this sound cypher card deck right here uh so Yeah, this game, The Sound Cipher, is a game created by my homie, The Urban Aristocrat. He DJs out here. He's a brilliant guy. He's got his fingers in a lot of different things. But this game is basically like an 80-card game that is like a party game where uh, each card has um, a topic, and you have to plug in your phones or watch it on television. It's a music game where each person has the ability to pick... um, you know, a song. And so, for example, this card is called Hip Hop Thespian. Play a hip hop song that is performed by a rapper who is also an actor. So, of course, you can, you know, pick your Ice T, L L, buster Rhymes has been in movies. Def. You know what I mean? There's been several rappers who are technically actors or whatever. Will Smith, you know. And well, so, like each was, of these cards. he really either? i actually think will smith might be the goat he might be the GOAT. i think i think he's i think he's uh, (laughs) the doper than a lot of people give him credit for but hell yeah yeah but that's like six points right so each you play the game and you accrue points and whoever wins whoever wins but there's a bunch of different type of cards and he also has a an open format version where it's like more open format you can pick you know uh, r&b and shit like that he's got this the hip hop one And I think the other one is just like a straight R&B one But you can order these things on like I think it's a SoundCipher.com, And um, it's like I don't know like 20 bucks or some shit It's like it's a really good game For hip hop heads or, or music heads And it's fun at a party but I want to try to do a round here, and not so much as to actually play the game the way it's correctly supposed to be played, but just to check our musical sensibilities and see what we choose. And there's no winners, but Fair we enough. but we decide together who actually is the one with the better track. Right? And so I'll just go with this one on the bottom, which is play the best song from an artist's musical catalog. Artist is a tribe called Quest. Right? And so I think the way it's supposed to work is that you got... You 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 get 30 seconds to pick the track and then you have 30 seconds to play the track and then you, we just go in a circle So what we'll do is uh, we'll start who's plugged into the dongle right now Are you okay, so I'll go first and then sub second and then I'll hand you the dongle while he's doing it But let me go ahead and pull up my And you can use you know Spotify or YouTube or whatever, but let me see what I got mm. I don't know I don't know I, I feel <laughs> like I could pick okay 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 I'm just gonna pick one I'm just gonna pick one uh, I'm not gonna pick the the go-to I'm gonna pick one that I just like right here we go
1: Yeah. That, that's my strategy too
0: you can't go wrong with the mini Ripperton sample man
5: okay let me get it for a second the I don't know about
0: you guys But I'm a Midnight Marauders guy When it comes to album my first choice
5: Yeah I don't know
1: I mean me too But like th- th- I, I th- There's nothing That it's can like, ever replace The low
0: end theory For yeah. me like,
5: right.
0: That was my t- Here we go I'm gonna come down yeah.
5: Wait wait Tupac
2: <laughs> Tupac sample
5: Also.
0: All right, Submersher up. Dude,
1: I'm like, last minute, about to change my mind.
0: Yeah? Hit us with scenario. I feel like that's a cheat code. Mm.
5: Uh, 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 uh.
0: This is like choosing between like your favorite child. Dude, this is horrible.
1: Like, my my initial pick was uh,
0: jazz. Yeah, we got the jazz. Yeah,
1: so, and they're both like two tracks
0: apart. can go wrong with
5: this so man we used to kick routines in the presence was fitting it was i the abstract the five I kicks the mass style so step off the frankfurter yo fight you remember that route you got like
0: another 20 seconds you ready
2: ben had okay, oh, okay. he's ready man
0: you plugged in and everything <laughs> well, i don't get the message so you
4: got to why don't you just
0: take the dongle from him since i can control a little better the electric relaxation no this was also when that beat comes in though i know right this is like there's a few songs that are just like perpetually always going to make me feel like it's summer it's like this and fucking nas the world is yours those songs are such summer jams yeah
5: you're right
1: 93 till infinity is
0: still one of my all-time favorite yep. summer jams yep. oh that that is actually uh, like a super definitive summer like joint. Brown, yellow, Rican, mm. Name is how
1: do we how do we pick a winner <laughs> what do
0: you guys think <laughs> dude i think it's either literally or, or check the rhyme I, 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 I don't
2: know. I'm personal taste. I'm I'm
0: taste. I'm lyrics to go is like one of like the yeah, yeah. The, the lesser right. like it, it. It's it's more in like the from like top twenty, top ten to top twenty joints. I, I feel that. I feel that. I, I, sh- I should have picked something else. Uh, award tour might have went off better than than uh, 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 lyrics to go. But I think I'm gonna go with this one right here.
1: Yeah. D- you know what? I think I think I'm gonna go with I this. I think I'll agree. I mean, I start off with of the five, right, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Five knows how to. Fucking verse. Hell yeah! Uh, Microphone check Good one two. Was. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy the uh, the last Tribe album? I thought it was fucking spectacular. Yeah, actually, yeah. I yeah. expect it was one of those things where it's like, oh man, are they going to be able to do it? Is it going to be bad? Is it going to be terrible? Are these going to be like old fight verses? But no, it actually was dope. And Jerobi came through and killed it. And I think that Buster Rhymes verse on Mobius, and this is the second podcast in a row I've said this, I think. Or maybe, no, like I said this on Ogus' podcast, but that Buster Rhymes verse on Mobius is one of my favorites over the last like five years.
2: That's or, another dude who never comes with subpar shit, in my opinion. At least Work. it's a
0: guess verse. Buster Rhyme's voice got so fucking buff in his yeah. later years. His, his voice is like, before it was kind of like high pitched a little bit, mm, right, right, but now sure. he sounds like so gruff and like his mm. voice is buff as hell. Yeah. <laughs> It is tight, man. I really appreciate you guys rocking. We've recorded for a. We've actually been chilling in here for like fucking six hours. Six hours, man.
2: We're doing another round? No, no, no. no, no, We just do one. one. I've
0: actually got to run to a a little bit of an event ski in a little bit. Sure. But but, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, coming through to rock today. And it's been nothing but a pleasure uh, meeting and, and talking to you today, Marcus. Like I said, uh, I will try to employ you as, or oh, implore, I will implore you to come and be a guest host like Submerse has done today. And of course, Submerse, I'll hit you up again as well. Um, keep me posted on upcoming shows. And if you guys got anything you want me to share here, I'm always down to do that. And uh, let's hang out more often outside of having to record the podcast and shit, guys.
2: Thank for you for having me. Hell yeah
0: let's uh let's do some uh social media stuff again and if you got any promotional stuff you want to do
1: uh ask submerse smash that like button hit subscribe hit the notification bell. <laughs> Yo, right. dude yeah man just Leaves uh are in the dude, dude just submerse and everything As submerse s-u-b-m-e-r-s-e
2: and uh at marcus d uh Got a new project coming out called Sector 5 on March 6th, um, and then a sample pack library, another one coming out. First one already came out in December. It's called Omega Music Library. Um, if you're a beat maker, producer, or you know some rappers that you know need samples, then uh, definitely hit up omegamusiclibrary.com, um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoy the new music, and plenty more on the way. All right, thanks for rocking it. with us.
0: Thank you, thank you. I'm going to go out onto what is probably my favorite track on uh, Times Remembered. It's called Times Past. I fucking just dig this, man. I'm telling you. Get your morning affirmation on, y'all. Megalate Show, 103.
4: trying to get your issue i make you send a for magazine rifle his eye call a in sight get sniped full clip let her rip kiss his ass good night goodbye cause you will perish first we'll put you underneath the ground so far you won't be found till the meek inherit the earth he ain't hardcore when i grab a four four I make him flip call it shit street parkour The magga spit and take all the air out you quit Which will remind you of opening up a bag of chips Young in the truth when it come to that Loaded pistol flowing my guns drew Since you a fucking fruit You can't even chew a banana without chipping the tooth Step in the booth and I'll chew you
5: Cause when your whole crew ball, it's all hope aesthetic Now tell me what could be only realer if Oprah said it I'm rich, bitch, from talking on shows Yo, forget it, the flow kinetic Move, move, and I'll choose That selfish shit, it be so pathetic Cause when your whole crew ball, it's all hope aesthetic Now tell me what could be only realer if Oprah said it I'm rich, bitch, from talking on shows Yo, forget it, the flow kinetic Move crowds when I spit a bar yeah. My drive's impact is more than when you hit a car yeah sun keeps shining because he is a star. Kick dust like the Greek mythology's Minotaur. I'm in a rent-a-car trying to avoid the struggle life. With enough shit in the truck to do double life. I hustle right. Gotta zip up the duffel tight. Like bitches flirting with Jordan, I'd rather cuff a mic. But this industry is simply complex. Fuck empty concepts. I'm thinking strictly I'm next. Meet Meat cleavers and bloody aprons and Slaughterhouse. Whack rappers get a pass. Next time I'm gonna call you out.
3: Bitch. <laughs> I voy a a